Welcome to the Foundations Church Podcast, where we exist to make Jesus famous. We hope this message is life-giving, encouraging, and challenges you in your walk with Christ. Church Podcast. Today is a message, uh, it's a standalone message. Next week we start a new series called The Beginning of the End. And, and kind of the idea behind that series is if you start this, this is what's going to end up happening. Um, and it's going to be a really good series. Um, so I hope that you invite somebody to come with you, that you invite somebody to tune in online with you. Um, but today is a standalone message that I've been waiting so long to speak this message. Um, I am just, I've got to stay on target. Um, but I want to talk to you today about donkeys and t-shirts, donkeys and t-shirts, and it's going to make sense, um, hopefully, if I do it right. So donkeys and t-shirts, we're going to talk about, and, and this is one of those messages um, that, that really is kind of, you, you see the State of the Union happen, the State of the Union address uh, each year, I think it's in the month of November, the President of the United States gets up and talks about what has happened in the country, what's happening in the country, and what's going to happen in the country. And um, it, it's always interesting to watch, whether it's a Republican president or a Democrat president, because half the Congress is sitting and booing, the other half is up, you know, cheering and roaring and trying to overpower the, the boos, you know, and um, sometimes there's, there's speakers of the House that rip up the speech afterwards. I mean, it's just, it's insane. So, so my, my hope is today I'm going to give you the state of Foundations Church, where we have been where we're at and where we're going, and my, I, my goal is that none of us would tear the sermon up afterwards, um, that there would be no booze. But um, here's the deal, Foundation Church, I need you to chamber your inner jasmine here. Um, jasmine on my, 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 this is my left arm, my left, your right, um, she, she preaches with me. She, I don't know where Jasmine even went, but she's probably getting coffee. Um, but um, this, it's okay to be, we've got some exciting things that are happening, so it's okay to cheer. It's okay to say amen. It's okay to go, whoa. It's okay to give me even a Ric Flair yell. It's all right, okay? Um, so as we're getting into this, our verse today, as we get ready to start our message, is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. And it says this. Paul's addressing the church in Corinth. It says, I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ to live in harmony with each other. And let's just, we could do a whole message on that right now, right? This, this is a command. The Paul is, Paul's, not, Paul's not saying this to the world. He's addressing followers of Christ. And followers of Christ, our job in church, out of church, on social media, is to live in harmony with each other. 
Let there be no divisions in the church. Rather, be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. And that's the goal of this message today, is that we would be united in our thoughts, and we would be united in our purpose, where we're going after. And and, to be real honest, me and my brother-in-law were talking about this this past weekend. Right now, as pastors, it's really weird and tricky to lead a church, um, because everybody has opinions about everything going on, specifically dealing with the pandemic, specifically dealing with politics, specifically dealing with Black Lives Matters and racism and all these other things that are going on, and everybody's like, you should say this, this should be your stance, this should be that. You know, it, there's, there's being ca- too cautious, there's not being cautious enough, and, and where do you balance it all, and what do you do, and everybody's telling you, and this church is doing that, so do we do what other churches are doing, and do, what, what's going on, and, and here's, here's what I want you to know, as your pastor, um, Man, I take my role very serious, what God has appointed me and anointed me to do. And my job is to pray and to listen, to pray and to listen, to pray and to listen. And man, I have been listening, and my job isn't to listen to everyone, but it's to listen to the one, right? And to do what he's calling Foundation Church to do. And that has been my goal. And so, man, there may be disagreements of the way that Foundation Church is going, what we're doing, what we're not doing. But here's our job as a church, to be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. And so I'm going to get a little specific right now. How crazy would it be that worship has divided the church, right? It's divided the church way back in the day. Um, and it still has to be a tendency to divide the church. Satan is so good at using dumb stuff or good things to divide the church. He has used worship to divide the church. He has used the color of your skin to divide the church. He has used, he's using mask to divide the church. I'm like, really mask right now? Like, really? that? And, and hear me, man, you may agree or you may disagree, but my job, I'm trying to lead the way God is calling us to go as a church. And it may not be perfect, but just like you, I'm doing my best. So man, be with us. Let's be the church of one body, one mind, one purpose, because here's the reality. Man, the church needs to thrive in this moment right now. The world needs our church, uh, the church, the big C church all over the nation to rise up and be the church and not shrivel away. And that's what this message is all about. Um, From Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. If you haven't got this book, it's a new book Bob Goff has written. It's a great book. Um, He shares a story on page 84 of that book, and it says this. There's an Olympic athlete named Matt Emmons who is one of the best rifle marksmen in the world. He could take a hair off a flea at 100 yards if fleas had hairs. In 2004, he represented the USA at the Olympics and had the gold medal sewn up, and no one was even close to his point tally. He had one last shot, and then he could stroll over to the podium to receive his next medal. He could have hit anywhere on the target, the white part, the black part, anywhere. He steadied himself, took half a breath, and slowly let it out as he pulled the trigger. Once again, it was another dead-on bullseye, but there were no cheers, there was no clapping, it was total silence, and here's why. Matt was aiming at someone else's target. This is called crossfire, and it doesn't happen often in the Olympics, but it happens every day in our lives. Like many of us, Matt hit the wrong target perfectly, but choosing someone else's bullseye cost him the win. And what I love about that is that if we're not careful, 
we start trying to achieve and aim at what other churches' target is instead of the target God has for Foundations Church. And I've said this before, but let me say it again. Can I tell you, other churches are not Foundations Church's competition, man. We are not in competition with a Life Church, with an Elevation Church, with Longview First Assembly Church, with anybody else. Man, God has a target for our church just like he has a target for their church. And so if sometimes you're wondering, well, why aren't you doing this or why aren't you doing that? It's simple. That's not what God is calling Foundations Church to aim at, and that's not the target, and that's not our race to run. We are going to run after what God has called us to run run after. And I'm going to share with you the targets we've hit, the targets we're aiming at, and the targets we're going after. Um, and so today, as we get going on this, I want to give you the State of Foundations Church and our target. The first thing is this. Our, one of our targets is going to be we are going to keep focused on people and not ourselves. We're going to keep focused on people and not ourselves. Can I tell you, there's been some great things that have happened since this whole pandemic has gone on. And some of us, I mean, I think the world needs some good news to celebrate. When this whole thing hit and there was a shutdown and we couldn't have church and there was no businesses, we got creative and we did the drive-in theater service over at the Admiral Twins. Some of you remember this. And um, we did it for about a month and a half and there were hiccups along the way and it was great for a sermon illustration, right? And, um, and, and the, But can I tell you, through that month and a half, we saw 18 people give their life to Jesus Christ and just that month and a half of services that were happening at a drive-in movie theater. Like, my grandpa would roll over in his grave, right? Because he'd be like, you can't go to the movies, that's going to send you to hell. And yet, in that very same place, people are coming to know who Jesus Christ is. That's what the church is all about. That's what we're about. We're supposed to be found people that find people, that we aren't focused on just the found people, but we are focused and we are hitting a target and lasered in on the lost. I love what um, one of our people sent me. Um, Megan Phillips sent this to me about her Aunt Linda. And Aunt Linda, if you're watching, man, I don't, I haven't met you. I don't know your last name. So you are always going to be Aunt Linda. Um, But she sent this really cool story to me. And she said this, she says, I thought I would share, this is my aunt who who is in her late 60s and has had a tough time with some major health problems. We never invited her to church because she's on oxygen and doesn't like to get out much. She's been watching the last couple of weeks since church went online, so this has been since like April, and this quarantine is really bringing the most unlikely people to Jesus. I love this. She said this, Aunt Linda said, hey kids, I woke up today at 924, and was absolutely warm and cozy and blissful. Wanted to lay there and feel that comfort all morning. Then I thought Foundations Church at 10. If I get up now, I can have my coffee ready for the music. So I jumped right up and had fresh hazelnut coffee with hazelnut coffee creamer in my, Aunt Linda, that's not real coffee, but um, I digress. (laughs) Hazelnut creamer in my hand at 9.54 until the music came on. Thank you for inviting me to join you in hearing the message. It's changing my life. When we asked Linda, Aunt Linda, if she minded if we shared her story, this was her reply. Most definitely you can share. I've always believed part of the responsibility of faith is to share what it does in our life. 
I think the best way to help others is to know Jesus is, it, is, is to let others, to help others to know Jesus is to let them see how he works in our life. I do hope if you share my story, I love this, you remember it was your invitation that encouraged me. A large portion of my response was because I saw how your relationship with Jesus had changed your life. That's what the church is supposed to be all about. It's about seeing people. Do you know what a miracle it is that somebody in their 60s is reuniting a relationship with Jesus Christ that couldn't come to church physically, but they're a part of a church nonetheless? Man, that's what it's about. And in Luke 19, verse 10, it says this, the Son of Man came to find lost people and save them. And I love this text, and I love this version of it, because to give us some context of it, this is happening right out of when Jesus is walking, and there is a wee little man, and a wee little man is he, his name is Zacchaeus, right? And he climbed up the sycamore sea so his Savior, he could, boom, thank you. Um, some of you grew up in children's church. So, um, and, and, and here's the deal with Zacchaeus. Everybody hated Zacchaeus. The religious people the heathens, the Romans, the Jews, nobody liked Zacchaeus. And Jesus is walking down this road and he sees Zacchaeus. And man, he, know, he knows what he's doing. He goes, Zacchaeus, come on down. We're going to be buds. We're going to hang out. We're going to share some tea. We're going to chill out over a cappuccino. That's not real. Um, but we're, we're going to dine. You're going to, we're going to become friends. And when he does that, it causes this uproar between the religious, between his disciples, between the lost people, the heathens are like, what, what? I thought this guy was the Messiah. Does this guy know, does this guy know who he's hanging out with? And Jesus knew exactly who he was hanging out with. And out of this, it comes to address those of us sometimes that we think, oh, what are they doing in church? Man, they got too many problems to be here. And Jesus says this, my whole mission and my whole purpose, the Son of Man came to find lost people and save them. Not to judge them, not to qualify them, not to see if they should be in church or not. My job came to find lost people and save them and offer them hope and foundation church man that's got to be our target that's got to be our focus that's got to be the focus of the church right now because there's never been a more needed time where people need hope people need forgiveness people need a second chance and a third chance they are looking in church if we will rise up and be the found that find there's going to be a great awakening that happens in Tulsa Oklahoma and across this nation if we have a target and we go after it and we don't qualify people we just go and find people whether they're messy or whether they got it all together you are welcome to come with me and meet a name meet a man named Jesus Christ who can change your life whether that's online or that is in person that's what we are going to focus on as a church we've got to be the found the find but we don't just want to be the found the find we want to keep seeing people change and grow Right? One of, our, one of our visions is growing equals changing. And, and it's very simple. If we're growing, we're changing. And if we're changing, growth just happens, right? And one of our big classes, one of our big next steps, I always say this, it's easy to meet Jesus, but it takes effort to follow him. You've got to put effort in to follow him. And one of the big things for us at one of our targets as Foundation Church is our FC Grow class. Our FC Grow class is happening right now during second service in person. And here's the deal, our, our preferred method for you to go through FC Grow is in person. We would love that. However, with that being said, 
I know there's some of you with kids, you're like, uh-uh. It's not happening, right? Um, some of you at home, you're not comfortable coming to church yet in person. I get that. And so we are removing the excuses, and we are introducing today FC Grow Online. Um, this is a class. This is the same class that Stephen Kurt, our missionary, and Sammy Floyd, our connections director, is are teaching online, and you can go at your own speed. You can, you can, uh, uh, you can, what is that called? When you watch Netflix over and over and over. Binge. You can binge FC Grow. Thank you. Some of you are like, I got that, right? Here's a, you can binge FC Grow. It's four, it's four different lessons. It's four things, about 45 minutes. And, and here's the deal. Some of you, I got no problem with you watching Netflix and Hulu and Prime and Disney Plus and, you know, Apple TV and you, you're Netflixing and you're binging all your different seasons of whatever you're watching. But if we can binge watch all these things, why can't we do something like this that actually benefits our life? Right? Because we say, we say we've got no time, but we've got time. We're just not using it for something beneficial. And some of us are going to say, well, well it's, it's a big repeat for, for some of it. Yeah, it is a repeat, but you know what we do most of the time? Whether it, man, you go to sports, you know what they work on in sports? Even when you're a great athlete, it's the fundamentals. And what we have a tendency as followers of Christ to get away is the fundamentals. Most of us need to be reminded of some, some things, and some of us, we need to be awakened to the giftings God has put in our lives. And that's what FC Grow is. And so my goal is that we have 75% of our church go through FC Grow online or in person and that we grow as a church couples you do so many things uh, uh, together you fight together you eat together you yell at the kids together you kick the cat together right because that's what you do to cats some of you are like I'm out but uh, I'm just playing but get off my back Peter but we should be growing together and this is a great way for you as a couple to go through something and grow, I mean, to grow and get better together so that you can see the God, the giftings God has put in you. Also, starting today, is that we have our services online on a new platform. We are on Facebook Live, we are on our YouTube channel, but also we are streaming to Instagram starting today. Why? So that we can simply reach more people. That's what it's about. It's just simply about reaching more people. The other thing is this, is that our services will be available to watch 30 minutes after our third service. Instead of having to wait till Monday, it will be immediately available. The really, the, why are we doing this? Because we realize our world is changing, right? And if we don't change with the times, we get left behind. We cannot lead the same way we led. We cannot be the same church we were before this whole pandemic. And so we are changing so that we can be accessible as much as possible. So that if you hear a sermon or you hear a worship song or you hear something, you're like, man, my friend needs to hear this. Instead of having to wait till Monday till it gets posted, you can send it to him right after service and say, hey, at 2 o'clock, our service will be alive or will be available for you to view. And we would love to have you watch and be a part. We're going to stay focused on others and not just ourselves, and win and reach as many as we possibly can found it. That's the first target. The second target is this. We're going to keep focused on the world and keep making Jesus famous. We're going to keep focused on the world and keep making Jesus famous. I talk to a lot of pastors, and man, there's a lot of pastors. It's not just the world. There's a lot of pastors that are fearful, and 
Um, I've heard him say, man, I just don't know if we can keep doing missions. I don't know if we can keep supporting missionaries. And I think to myself, there's no, uh, not a better time for you to keep doing missions and keep supporting missionaries. And can I tell you, we are going to keep advancing Christ's kingdom to the ends of this earth. Right now, a church number 10 in Kenya is going up the foundation church you have started um, with a guy named Pastor Johnson. Yeah. <clears throat> These are some of the pictures that he of the church that's going up. Some of you have seen these pictures, um, and, and this is the building that is going up. The roof will probably be done this week, and what I love is the church is already meeting. They're already meeting as a church. They just don't have a building yet, and this village before Johnson started this church in the village, it was called the Village of Darkness. Um, after he started the church and people heard about Jesus Christ, and they heard about the plan he has for him, and they realized they were hope, they decided as a town to change the village name to where it means the village of light right now. Why does that happen? Because there's a church rising up and staying focused on making Jesus famous. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18 says this, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That word prevail means to prove more powerful or to be victorious. Jesus saying this, hell doesn't win. Hell is not greater than the church that I am building. And you can't get distracted by the adversity you are facing. You've got to be focused on the mission God is calling you to, to build his church. Church, there's always going to be problems. Man, there's always going to be adversity, and hell would like nothing more to destroy uh, than the church, but we are going to focus on making Jesus famous, on keep advancing the gospel, and build his name, and build his kingdom till every person hears. Here's the awesome news. Here's what I'm really pumped about seeing. While you saw building 10 up, we've already built building 11 in Kenya, and it looks like this, um, and that church is already up. Um, there's another picture that's going up, and, and here's what I love. If you go to this last picture, this is the building being built. The, the, the area we built this church, and, and building church 11's up, and we're already on starting on building 12. Um, we're building some prefab buildings, and, and they're a lot easier, quicker to put up because these villages, they have nothing. There's like 200 villagers that have no church whatsoever, and the vehicles could not even get to the place to build the church. And so the pastors said, well, we're not gonna let us let that stop us. We're gonna put these building materials on donkeys and we're gonna get the building materials and we're gonna build the church. Instead of finding reasons, they found, instead of finding excuses, they found reasons why they must. And church, that's gotta be us. If we're, we're not gonna find reasons why we can't, we will find reasons why we must. And I'm excited to tell you, we have already committed to building 20 churches in the Maasai Mara of Kenya, and it will be done in the next two years. Foundation Church, that's 20 churches you have built. That's 20 churches of people that didn't know who Jesus was, that had 100 people per church. That's 2,000 people. Foundation Church, you've made Jesus famous too by the simple giving of your tithes and your offering, and we're seeing Jesus made famous to places probably I will never go because I can't get there. I'm not down for riding a donkey, right? Um, that's what the church is called to do and called to be Foundation Church. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that? We got to be busy finding reasons why we must instead of reasons why we can't. This is what's going on. 
This is the target we're aiming at. And here's what I want to encourage us as a church. And it's simply my last point. We are not shrinking back. Right? We're, we're not shrinking back. <laughs> this, this is like so many people are like huddled down and just trying to survive this thing. And, and like I hope we don't get hurt and playing prevent defense and playing not to lose. That's not our strategy, Foundation Church. Man, we're going to rise up and we're going to take new ground. We're going to rise up and we're going to see Jesus' name made famous here in Tulsa, Oklahoma as well. Because that's what we are called to do. Um, when we went over to Africa, we, uh, we, my family, um, when we went there, we stayed at this cool place called Kichwe Timbo. And um, while we were there, there was this t-shirt I saw and I wanted to buy, and so I bought it, and it had this rhino on it, and it was like to help save the rhinos, and it was kind of this cool shirt, and um, as you kind of know, I'm a tall guy, um, and I don't do belly shirts, right? I don't do like crop tops. Um, here's the way I buy Sunday shirts, is that if I do this and it doesn't hit my belly, I'm buying that shirt, right? It's the belly test for me. I really do this. Um, some of you are like, really? I really do. And I bought this t-shirt right here. And um, I purchased it, and I was like, dude, that is a really cool T-shirt. I love it. And here's the deal. It was a great T-shirt the first time I wore it. But if I don't get my stuff hang dry, like I have to dry everything by hanging it because it shrinks. This is a tall person's problem, right? Um, or, or it's just not a real great quality T-shirt. They shrink, and this thing shrunk. And so the first time I wore it was the only time I got to wear it, right? Like the first days of my T-shirt, usually for most T-shirts, the first days of your T-shirt are the best days of your T-shirt. So my youngest daughter, Chloe, wears this right now for her sleeping shirt. I'm like, awesome. You know, I'm looking at my shirt. I'm like, that's a great way to end up. And, and here's the deal. Why? Because it shrunk, and we are not going to be a T-shirt kind of church. We're not going to be a church where our early days or our pre-COVID days were our best days. That is not our plan. We are not going to shrink back. Shrinking back means you dwindle and you become less. But we are going to thrive in this moment, and we're going to step into what God has called us to do. I love what it says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39. It says, but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. And there's two choices. You can belong to the ones that are shrinking and destroyed, or you can belong to the ones that have faith and are saved. And I choose B every time. We are going to be a church full of faith and that we are saved, and we are not going to shrink back. Before this pandemic hit, we were running about 750, 800 people. And we told you guys, hey, some of our goals, some of of our vision for the next few years is to create a culture of generosity, right? To, to have a culture where we're, we're serving, a serving culture, where we're seeing spiritual growth happen, numerical growth happen. And one of those goals also was that we would find a new building. Now, I am happy to tell you I don't have a new building yet, right? But Foundation Church, we have just, well, we haven't just, we have bought seven and a half acres for our future home that is going to be happening sometime. I, I don't know when it's going to be happening. And there are a lot of questions. So I'm going to tell you where it's at. It is at the corner of 71st and 129th, and it looks like this. It is an amazing piece of property right on the corner lot of 71st and 120th. That's a new place. That's where we're taking new ground right now, Foundation Church. That's where we're going to see more lost people become found. 
There are so many questions, and, and we're going to keep unrolling and unveiling more stuff and more stuff, and we may do a question and answer session online for, for, in days going forward. However, let me answer some of the pressing questions that are going on right. Where is it located? I've said this. It's at the corner, the corner southeast corner of 71st and 129th. We are right on the corner lot. I mean, it's so easy to tell people how to get where we're going to be. Have you tried to tell people how to get to this? church it's like well it's on the highway but it's not on the highway it's off of Yale but off the service road west of Best Buy east of this big glass building that blocks our church but you can see our church from the highway too and they're like where what the heck what are you talking about right this is going to be so much easier and and to tell you the truth we were running out of room, right? This pandemic is going to end at one time. And when it ends, we're going to be ready for the growth God is sending our way. And our lobby was maxed out. This room was getting maxed out. Our kids' space was gone. I mean, it was, it was like kids running everywhere. There was anarchy. Like, they took over the crowns. Like, ah! If you want to serve in our four- and five-year-olds, we would love to have you right now. Um, the good news is this. Right across from our land is a quick trip, is a Dairy Queen, and is a Ted's Escondido. God has called us there, right? Like, I mean, woo! So how long have we owned this? Um, we actually purchased the property April 15th. This has been killing your pastor. Um, slowly but surely dying a slow death, not getting to share this. And there's several reasons we haven't been able to share it. One was we had a church interested in purchasing this building. Um, and so we were waiting to hopefully be able to unveil all that, but that kind of trickled out and that's not happening at this point in that moment. We're not in a hurry. I'm just gonna let you know, we're not like we're, we're breaking ground next week. We don't have anybody to buy this building. We're going into debt by $20 million, but God will provide. That's not what, calm down, calm down everyone. Um, um, but uh, we didn't want to announce it until we could announce it in person and until all the panic kind of died down. And some of you are like, it's died down? What are you talking about? Um, I can't keep this secret any longer. I'm like, God, please let me say it because I'm dying every Sunday. I'm like, this all happened when we asked you guys to start praying. How cool is that? Like this happened when our church began to pray over our goals and our desires in the next two years. And Foundation Church, I love that we have a plan to go forward and not to shrink back. This church building used to be Bethany Lutheran. And that church just shriveled up and died. Literally, it was 20 elderly people, and that was it. When me and a board member came to one of the services to meet the church, I was like, so when's the church show up? And they're like, this is it, right? Like, they were meeting in a room down there because there was no reason for them to be here. And I was like, dear God, don't let our past become better than our future. And Foundation Church, we're just getting started is what I love. I love that we're just getting started as a church and God's plan. We're just getting started in seeing the lost become found. We're just getting started in seeing people growing and changing. We're just getting started in planting churches. We're just getting started in building playgrounds and building schools in Kenya. We're just getting started in, in, in planting more churches and helping churches. Because here's what has happened my whole life. Every time I have thought about doing something in ministry related, everybody has told me why I can't. 
right? Like, you can't do that. You'll never make it there. You'll ne- Man, when I was in Bible college, my dorm pastors, and they had a good reason, but my dorm pastors were like, you'll never be a pastor. Like, like good luck being a youth pastor, right? Like, a, a pastor? No, you'll never make it in ministry. And I, since I'm not an alcohol, well, I'm, I don't drink alcohol, um, I, I don't say hold my beer, I say hold my Kool-Aid. It's kind of like, hey, hold my Kool-Aid and watch this. Can I tell you, I've been in ministry now over 20 years, and I feel like I'm just getting started. People said, well, you can never plant a church, and a church will never succeed when you build one in 2008 in a financial recession that's going on. Man, next month we sell, we celebrate 12 years of being a foundation church that has made it, church. Man, people said, you'll never be able to be a pastor. You say sugar daddy during the offering time. I know, right? But at 12, and next month I get to celebrate 12 years of being a lead pastor. That's been the funnest thing that I've ever done. And I'm telling you, I feel like I'm just getting my traction and I'm just getting started. People said, you can't plan churches in Kenya because you don't know what you're doing. You'll be lucky to get two done in five years and we're going to have 20 done in five years because we're just getting started foundation church we'll build more playgrounds we'll build water wells we'll build whatever God is calling us to build because that's the target now what is being told us is Edgar knows exactly what I'm talking about COVID-19 is going to destroy the church the church is going to shrivel up and it's going to die and it's going to become irrelevant and 40% of the church will never come back can I tell you we are not going to shrink back but we are going to go out after the target, God has called Foundation Church to go after. We're just getting started on this, FC. We're just getting started on this. So here's, here's where we are. And here's what I'm going to ask you guys to do, is to keep praying. Keep praying. Keep dreaming. As so many of us right now, we're asking the what if question. What if in, in a bad way? What if we fail? What if they would never make it? What if it never goes to normal? And I want us to reverse that and start asking, what if, what if, what if there was a church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that had the guts to go after what God's calling it to go after, even in this time? What, what, what if they started being focused on the target that God has placed on them instead of everything that is happening around them? What if a church was about building the church of Jesus Christ instead of getting distracted by all the adversary things and all the objections and all the opposition coming at it? What, what if we had the courage and the fortitude and just the boldness to go after what God has called us to go after. Foundation Church, this is our target. Foundation Church, this is the state of Foundation Church, where we are, where we're going, all that has happened. I love what God has done, but our future is way brighter than our past. Our best is yet to come. We're just getting started, Foundation Church, and let's hit the target. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this place. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for today. And God, what an awesome, awesome moment and an awesome thing you are doing in our midst. And God, I just stop and with gratitude, I thank you for what you've done in this place. God, I thank you for what you've done through a group of crazy people. God, the riffraff. <laughs> People that felt like they didn't belong in church. People that got burned by church. People who grew up in church. And yet somewhere between the white people and the brown people and the black people, the people that don't know what they are, 
God, you've done something amazing. And you're not done yet. And so, Lord, I, I pray that we would understand this is not a Justin Graves thing. God, this, this, is, this is not a me thing. This is a we thing. This is a Foundations Church thing. And my dream, my desire is that out of this, we stay focused on our target. The target that you put in front of us. And that we would be of one mind and one purpose. God, we would be in harmony and unity of one mind and one purpose. And that there would be a resolve and a body of believers to ask and to chase after the what if. God, what if we went for it? What, what might happen if people just surrendered themselves completely and didn't shrink back when it got scary and hard? But man, became a city on a hill that couldn't be hit. Lord, I thank you for what you've done. And Lord, I don't minimize it, but God, I pray that the phrase would be so true for us that our best is yet to come. That you would use us. Not to make Justin Grace famous, not to make any person here famous, not to make Foundation Church famous, but Lord, to make Jesus Christ famous in everything we do. I love you and I thank you for it. With heads bowed and eyes closed today, if you're here and you say, Justin, I'm here. And I don't know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. We want to invite you to a moment to change that. Maybe you're here and where you're at isn't where you should be. I don't know what pulled you away. I don't know what made you drift, but you drifted. And you're here and you're saying, man, where I'm at isn't where I need to be at. And I need to recommit my life to him. I'm going to count to three. And if that's you, I'm just going to invite you to raise your hand. We're not going to have you stand up. We're not going to embarrass you. We're simply going to lead you in a prayer that will change your life. If you're at home online, man, the same is true for you. Just raise your hand. One, two, three. Is there anyone here today? You say, Justin, that's me today. Yeah, yeah. Is there anyone else? You say, Justin, that's me today. And you just lift your hand before we go any further. And service, yeah. Is there anyone else? If you raise your hand, if you please repeat this prayer after me and mean it from your heart. Jesus, I come before you today. And God, I confess that I've sinned and that I've messed up. But I ask for your forgiveness. God, I turn from the life that I was living. And I repent of it. And I turn to you. And I confess you, Jesus Christ, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. I'm going to live for you the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. If you have any questions or in need of prayer or would like to join a connect group, feel free to email me at Nicole at foundationschurch.tv.
We hope that you enjoyed this message. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, you can email us at info at foundationschurch.tv or visit our website at foundationschurch.tv. Thank you.